baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little ZZ Top kick off this segment. Gotta love a little, little ZZ Top. I, I can't grow the beard, but yeah, I love the band. So on Monday, U.S. Customs and Border Control released statistics on how many foreign nationals illegally crossed the United States' southern border in July. To no surprise, as the migrant crisis continues, I I thought Kamala Harris was fixing this thing. Oh, well. Uh, All three evening news broadcast networks, ABC's World News Tonight, CBS Evening News, and NBC Nightly News, completely ignored the new border numbers. That doesn't surprise me. Joining us now to share with us some of the numbers and expose the ongoing media bias is Scott Woodlock. He is Director of Research at the Media Research Center. Scott, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. So the official CBP numbers for southern border encounters in July hit a startling 199,976 encounters. That doesn't include the getaways including 10 hits on the FBI's terrorist screening database, uh, database rather. Yet instead of reporting on the new Biden border crisis, the leftist broadcast networks decided to focus on a South Carolina woman being killed by an alligator. That, that, was, that was a more pressing news story, huh, Scott? <laughs> Yeah, that kind of about sums it up. This is unfortunately this is not new. We've been covering the the border crisis and um, the network's attempt at burying it, burying it since Biden became president. And it's just been month after month, crisis after crisis. We've seen the same thing. But it, you know, as you said, yeah, there the new numbers came out. You know, it's a, it's another high, and uh, also we have suspected terrorists uh, coming across the border. They're just not interested in any of that. And you have to assume it's because they know how bad this looks and they know what it might mean for the the midterm elections. And they're still just trying to uh, protect Joe Biden. But Scott, she was attacked by an alligator. It's only 10 terrorists. It was an alligator, Scott. Come on. Yeah, that, that, I mean that just strikes me as like that is <laughs> that is typical 
network newscast yeah. sensationalism, which they love, and and I get it. They love things that are supposed to be ratings grabbers, uh, but when it comes to things that are shocking, and these these border numbers are shocking, they go against their their so-called yeah. things for the story because but, this this is a story, but they're not interested in it. You would think ten terrorists coming across the border would be a story, uh, but. I mean, it's a story that isn't convenient, and so therefore it's, quote-unquote, not newsworthy. Some of the other breaking news stories that the Big Three chose to cover included a recall of baby swings and cribs and a report on Americans cutting back on streaming service subscriptions. Uh, that, that That's just, you know, hard-hitting news commentary there, Scott. That's just... That there, I had to hear about that because Lord knows the terrorist doesn't doesn't factor in when it comes to recalls of baby swings and cribs. Right. And and, and sadly, this is the type of thing that we've seen all throughout the, the Biden presidency and going all the way back, obviously, to the presidential campaign. I mean, we all remember the Hunter Biden laptop right. and how that was covered uh, during the presidential campaign. And, and the worst part of all of this is that at the Media Research Center Newsbusters, we don't ask for conservative bias. We just ask for consistency. And when Donald Trump was president, they, they wanted to be – they were going to speak truth to power, and they were going to investigate him. And that would be fine if they did the same thing uh, to Joe Biden. But, of course, they don't. You know, when, when Biden is president, they turn into little lambs. The Washington Post on their, their masthead of the paper every day says democracy dies in darkness. But really, when we have Democratic presidents, it just seems like, oh, well, everything is fine. Democracy is fine. So speaking of darkness, do you think South Carolina women being attacked by alligators and, you know, streaming service subscriptions is actually newsworthy or are they just show, throwing shade? See what I did there? Dying in darkness. Are they just throwing shade because you got a midterm coming up or do they think that's actual newsworthy? Well, I, I, again, part of it is you know, alligator sensationalism is just like, you know, I think, um, you know, if, if uh, for older people out there, for people who remember 20 years ago, they did Summer of the Sharks. So they're always yeah. going to be, you know, covered these sensational stories. But it, but again, they don't when it when it uh, particularly could be harmful to Joe Biden, because some of the stuff on the, the Hunter Biden laptop, as we all know, some of the pictures and craziness when it comes to, uh Hunter Biden and uh, these naked pictures and the drug stuff, that's pretty sensational. And yet, again, they go against their kind of interest for, oh, this is an interesting story because they got to protect Joe Biden. Right. And yeah, I think that they that is absolutely what they're trying to do, because as, as we know, the numbers don't look particularly good for the Democrats in the, the midterm. So they, they are 100 percent into protection mode. Well, and speaking of drugs, fentanyl seizures at the border were up more than 200 percent in June in July over June. Considering how deadly fentanyl is and how it is added to our nation's drug overdose epidemic, a 200 percent increase in a month is stunning. You would think that would be a newsworthy story, but they didn't cover that either. They they chose instead to cover, you know, baby crib recalls. I, I mean, it's just it, it's asinine. We're we're talking with Scott Whitlock, director of research at the Media Research Center. Scott, as you know, Kansas recently held our, our statewide referendum on abortion. It was the value them both amendment, which I mean, I, there's no there's no throwing shade on this. We it lost. It, it did not do well. Um, but showing that there's no bigger supporter of abortion 
than the mainstream media. If you looked at the media coverage, and I saw you guys did a story on this, you you pointed out that MSNBC devoted a whopping 65 minutes to touting the vote, uh, and that was just in a 12-hour span. Is that right? 65 minutes to a vote on an amendment in Kansas? Yeah, yeah. They clearly thought that this is something... Uh, that that might go down to defeat, and and MSNBC wanted to be there. We actually uh, tallied the time in, in our study, and you can just you know it was nine forty seven, ten thirty one, eleven oh one, eleven oh three, and so on and so on uh, throughout the day. They were they were really obsessed with it, and, and yeah, I think uh, you know we were looking at it because uh, we thought that maybe it might pass, and what we expected was MSNBC to drop the the story the next day if it had passed obviously it did not but but there's there's another contrast where you have all these networks where uh, they had no interest in something like the james revenge the kind of pro-choice terrorist group that had been firebombing and uh, doing arson against the pro-life pregnancy centers all that we covered um, because the media wasn't, you know, they, they weren't covering it. And they were also trying to downplay things like the, you know, the uh, intimidation uh, efforts against the conservative Supreme Court justice. You know, they, they're not interested in violence against conservatives and, you know, anything like that. It, it, they talk a lot about January 6th, the January 6th riot, which was obviously bad, um, but it seems like uh, political violence. Uh, is, is only bad when it's on one side. Correct. We they have had no interest in any of this when it comes to the pro-choice side. And clearly, this group is you know they're not just some pressure group; they're a terrorist group. But uh, they, they didn't have they didn't want to cover it at all. Right. Well, when it comes from the left, remember it's a peaceful protest, mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking That's about. Right. I I remember I, I saw Joy Reid talked about the you know the Kansas the, the value of them both for about 10 minutes on her show, and I, I saw you guys covered this as well. She went on this rant where she talked about anti-abortion violence and said that, you know, we we were domestic terrorists. And, and I remember thinking, wait a minute, it's the pro-choice folks who have been attacking pro-life clinics and burning care centers and pro-life offices. Pro-lifers aren't the ones that have been conducting violence. It's the radical pro-abortionists that have been burning, you know, pregnancy crisis centers, but that's inconvenient for her. So she just lumps us all together. Never mind Antifa and BLM riots, but no, that those are mostly peaceful protests after all. So, you know, it's, it's right. Just, I mean, talk about trying to, to, you know, just ignore this. I, I actually right. have that quote. Yeah. She said, uh, we're talking vandalism, arson, bombing, along with threats of harassment, intimidation. <laughs> Which, of course, would be incredibly accurate if you were talking about what the radical pro-abortion, pro-choice right. side has been doing. But right. she was actually talking about pro-lifers. Right. She attributed it to the wrong side. But other than that, she was she was accurate. <laughs> Scott, I appreciate you as always, brother. If uh, folks want to follow you, they can find you on Twitter at ScottJW. Uh, and this article they can find on Newsbusters.org, correct? Yep. Yep, exactly. That's exactly right. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, brother. All right. Thanks. Always fun coming on. We'll be taking your calls at 745, but coming up after the break, we'll talk with Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute about why many Kansas school districts 
are asking for double-digit property tax hikes, despite the fact they're flush with COVID cash and budgeted for a 9% increase in state aid. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk will be back right after this. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 